today i'm so cranky today i'm not gonna lie to you i'm gonna this this is gonna be a one take wonder this episode <laughs> what does that mean it means we're not gonna edit one second of it out <laughs> it's oh, gonna be perfect wow. right through because i'm editing this week and i don't have any time <laughs> so well, okay that's fair i will try my best to not say anything too stupid or <laughs> offensive oh boy <laughs> me too but we all know how that's worked out before. And both dogs are with us today, which is definitely going to make some editing needs happen. Yeah. Because they like to bark, and I also get very distracted by them. So I'm going to rely on you to be my eyes and ears, because you're facing them and I'm not. Yeah, currently I'm looking at them, and my dog is humping your dog. That's okay. That's fine. I just need my dog to not eat the piece of pizza, or the fucking blanket, or the doorknob, or the, <laughs> like, she eats everything! Yeah. It's wild. It's so just a trip. I'm just, I don't know. Maybe it's like just, I don't even want to call it stress because there was stress that I, I should have been a lot more stressed a few weeks ago when it was my wedding. But for some reason, um, I'm just feeling, it's not stress, it's anxiety. It's a little thing yeah. called anxiety where I feel very overwhelmed at all times, which makes me very cranky. Do you feel like it has anything to do with the Christmas spirit, the Christmas no. season? I think the Christmas part is the only thing that's keeping me ab uh, uh, above water at this point. But it's just, I have a, uh, whatever it is that's wrong with me, anxiety-wise, it's just when I get too overwhelmed and when there's just a lot of stuff, not even physically happening, but I, when I just have a lot of emotion, mm -hmm. I get overwhelmed and yes. I get crank very cranky because I get stressed and overwhelmed and thank god uh tomorrow aka the tomorrow in your world so friday yes um tomorrow when this episode comes out the next day i have my therapy appointment thank god and so that night we're gonna uh watch christmas movies we're gonna watch christmas Mike. movies and have a christmas day and so i have gifts to give you guys we don't so have, we don't have your which, gift yet we have to work on that <laughs> whatever I, we already know what we're getting you we just have to insoles <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. Oh, what my to keep in uh subject or keep in what am I trying to say? Anyway, to go along with the subject before, my dog chewed up Carly's shoes. So Well, no, she chewed up my the insoles of my shoes. Of her blundstones. Of her three hundred dollar blundstones. <laughs> and every time just as a side note, Carly, when I so we found out that Harvey did that, I was very angry. And I was like, Don't you know how much blundstones are, Harvey? Come on, chew her stupid ass socks that she wears on one foot or something like that yeah so this past weekend uh we had some fun fun, fun times <laughs> <laughs> um on friday i bought tickets to see um home alone in toronto at royal thompson roy roy thompson hall <laughs> not royal um and with a live orchestra with the toronto symphony orchestra um to do the score and I was unable to go, so I gave the two tickets I had to Maddie and Mike as a special wedding slash Christmas present. And you seemed to enjoy it. It was so fun. We had gone once before um, for last year. We went to the Harry Potter version of that. 
Yes. And that was really Not great. Not me. I've never been to this. Right. Sorry. Mike and I <laughs> went to the Harry Potter one last year or the year before or something. And this time was... It was so fun. It's just, I, I liked it last time as well. They're just, it's such a cool experience because it's literally on the big screen. It is whatever movie. And generally they're cult classics or movies that you've, like you're not going to go see it for the first time. You're not yeah. going to watch this movie for the first time. And the literal Toronto Symphony Orchestra, which to anyone who doesn't know, is an incredibly famous and talented group of people who are an orchestra. And they play along the score. And it's often like John Williams or insert another um famous Hans composer <laughs> here and it's beautiful and there's a choir and I, we made friends with the person beside us because the, the couple beside us because i was being obnoxious in the movie which shocking uh, i was gonna say it was very hard for me to watch home alone without making commentary the others the whole time because yeah. of this podcast because i'm so used to like <laughs> if you're not with me and me like you know saying something I'm at least writing it down. Yeah. And I had so much to say. Like, why does his house have so many mannequins? Right. Why? Right. And then I said that to Mike. And Mike goes, well, your mom does. And I went, yeah, my mom works in fashion. Like, yeah, that's. Maybe Catherine O'Hara's character is I don't know. fashion designer. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen her clothes. Then Saturday, um, the three of us watched the Santa Claus. No, we didn't. We got high and watched the Santa Claus. Well, I wasn't high. Oh. But you were because you kept saying the most ridiculous things like you were trying to explain to me that Matthew Broderick was in Inspector Gadget and you said Matthew Lethargy or something. (laughs) It like made no sense. I know the name I said and I'm not going to say it because it's the real person. Oh, really? Is that? uh, It's a person that I knew in in elementary school, which is why I went. Is it Matthew this person? But this is my favorite part. So we're watching. We watched Santa Claus, which was amazing. And then we started Santa Claus 2 Mm -hmm. where um, Santa needs to find Mrs. Claus. And at one point, the (laughs) elves drop off all the um, naughty and nice lists to (laughs) Santa and he sees that his son is on the naughty list, which is mm-hmm. like the whole plot of this movie. And then Santa's like, are you sure? And then the elves are like, of course we are. Like, this is our job. And then you literally were like, how could they be sure if Santa has to check the <laughs> check <laughs> twice, it twice every year? It's part of the damn song. <laughs> they literally are like, we can't be sure because you got to check it twice. <laughs> I stand by that. Sober and everything. I stand by that. It was funny. And it was accurate. And then, yeah, Sunday I hosted an event in Peterborough, and we raised money for a good cause. Yeah, and you do it every year, and it's called the Warming Room. Well, yes, except this year it's uh, the Warming Room closed, so now it's called One Roof Diner. Oh, I'm sorry. So if anyone out there wants to donate this holiday season, One Roof Diner in Peterborough could use some help. I didn't know it changed. Well, the Warming Room was a shelter. Yeah. One Roof Diner feeds and provides um, services to homeless individuals, and they closed the shelter down this year. I didn't know that. I know. It was very sad. The city just, like, cut ties with them and were like, screw you guys. And uh, it was a big deal because then a bunch of people were on the streets, and they were camping on municipal property, and then the city was mad about that. And we're like, well, why are you mad about that if you close the shelter? Right. I had no idea that that happened. Okay, so now it's called – tell me one more time. It's called One Roof Diner. Right. One Roof Diner. So if someone were to look up – where to donate, they would type that in. Yeah, One Roof Diner or One Roof Community Center. Okay, we'll link to it as well. Yeah. But anyway, it's a, it's a, 
event that you host every year. Mm-hmm. And this past weekend was it again. And the band was Moon Sugar, which um, was your uh, wedding, band. wedding band. Yeah, all comes around, doesn't it? It all comes around. Um, so, anything else, really? I don't have anything else. I'm not really. I'm just so busy. I'm so busy writing. Ugh. Okay, anyway, let's get into this movie, shall we? This mm-hmm. week, we watched... That girl is a Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, starring Lindsay Lohan. I'm sorry, I got ahead of myself. I couldn't hold it in. Go ahead, That's do your fine. facts. Okay, my facts. So this movie was directed by Sarah Sugarman. Sarah, thank you. Thank you so much, Sarah. <laughs> it's written by Gail Parent, and it was based off the novel of the same name, written by Dylan Sheldon. Really quickly before you go on, did you read the book? No, I didn't even know it was a book. Oh, well, excuse me. I read the book. Did you love it? I loved the book, and I re- well, we don't need to get into it. We'll say after. Okay. Uh, this movie is starring Lindsay Lohan, Adam Garcia, Allison Pill, and Megan Fox. Wonderful. It's rated G. Shocking. And it came out on <laughs> February 20th, 2004. The log oh line. Oh, 19 years ago. Is that true? Mm-hmm. No. No. <laughs> 15 <laughs> 15 years ago no that can't be 19 Am I that old? minus 15 yeah 19 minus 15 yeah i guess is four 19 yeah it's 2004 yes 15 years ago go ahead just okay. please continue okay <laughs> please stop okay. this here's the log line a teenage girl is convinced that her home city revolves around her until her family packs up and moves to the suburbs, where she finds herself competing for attention. Hold on. Her home city is New York City. <laughs> so you're, I did not know that was a long line. You're telling me that Lindsay Lohan's character, the log line, is that Lindsay Lohan's character thinks that New York City revolves around her. <laughs> Apparently. That's insane. <laughs> That's a terrible log line. It has That's nothing, a horrible log line. It doesn't say line. anything about the play. It doesn't say anything about the band, about the band, the band? that she's obsessed with. No. Okay, this is insane. So I want to say really quickly, I read the book when I was younger, and this was right after Freaky Friday. Because I remember, so Freaky Friday came out, which obviously we'll do one episode and I cannot wait. But when Freaky Friday came out, I remember it being a big deal because my mom had shown me the original. Oh, you've seen the original? Yeah. Oh, God. What, yeah, when I was younger, like it was, my mom showed it, like oh, we've watched it often. That's awesome. And then, so the Lindsay Lohan one came out and I remember my mom telling me a new Freaky Friday's coming out. And it's with the girl from The Parent Trap. Like that's how it was known, right? It was the girl from The Parent Trap. And then when Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, I remember so accurately sitting in our kitchen, we had like a TV sort of thing and the trailer for it came up. And it was the first confession of a teenage drama queen that was so excited because I had wa- read the book. And then I saw that it was starring this girl named Lindsay Lohan. I'm like, I think that's the girl from Freaky Friday. Yeah. And I was so excited because I loved her in Freaky Friday because she was super punk. Yeah. Or not super. I should take that back. She wasn't super punk, but she was. Well, she we thought she was when we were 14 right. years old. I was old. like, that's who I'm going to be <laughs> with a guitar on her shirt. She's punk in this one for like a day because every day in She's this a different movie, she thing. dresses in a different style. Yeah. So had you seen this movie before? No, I had not seen it before. <laughs> we watched it last night and I was. Astounded? I was astounded. Thought- I Thoughtful, thankful, thoughtful, thankful for me to have picked it. I mean, that's one word that I wouldn't use. <laughs> <laughs> it is a treat. It's an experience, I think we can say. It is an experience. Especially 15 years later and not in that mindset. Yeah. You're like, because even, I want to clarify, when I was younger and I saw it, I still thought this is crap. But I loved it because it was so crappy. I there love were, that kind of stuff. There were several elements to this movie where I was like, this is so Maddie. So basically, 
her name is Mary, but she just insists on going by Lola now. Yeah. That's Lindsay Lohan's character is Lola. Right. Which is not far off from Lilo. Right. Which is what she's in real life. I just realized. Right. Crazy. We have Mary and her mom. And Lola. Her th- I know, but right now I'm just saying Mary. Okay, fine. Okay. So we have Mary. She is driving to New Jersey from New York City with her mom and siblings because they are moving. And yes. Lindsay Lohan's character, Mary slash Lola, they are devastated. She is literally the image of somebody like fainting with her the back of her hand on her yeah. forehead onto a bed slow motion like she is so dramatic about it she is devastated that she's moving to new jersey well this is the funniest part about it is because she starts going on and now i'm never gonna be a famous actress you're taking me away from my dreams blah 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 right. i'm literally like you can take a bus from New Jersey to New York City and be in the big city in like an hour. Like it's like yeah. she's I feel like this movie maybe that's the point is that she's so dramatic, but it also I mean it's called the Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, but yes. But I feel like the point would have been better made if she was moving to like Ohio. Yes, I agree. Utah or something. Yeah, cuz like And her mom's like we're going to be Mormons now. <laughs> Get ready. Like New Jersey is literally a cab ride away. It's a cab ride away and not all not only I can name like 45 famous people that are from New Jersey. Same. <laughs> In fact, I can name more people that are famous from New Jersey than I can who are originally born and bred in New York. Yeah. Like there's, I can think of offhand way more from New Jersey. There's a train. Like every yeah. time I go to New York City, I fly into New Jersey and then I right. take a train and I'm there in like 40 minutes. It's insane. I'm like. Come on, Come Mary on. Lola. Yeah, it's crazy. Get with it. So her mom is moving them, and she's a single mom. I really like the mom in this, by the I way. I do like her, and she goes, you're such a drama queen. Yeah, That's literally <laughs> one of the first few lines of the movie. She's in, they're in the car, and she's like the, as we said, Lola's complaining in the back, and her mom just goes, Lola, or Mary, whatever she calls her. She doesn't call her Lola. She refuses. She goes, Mary, you're such a drama queen and like says it so dramatically I'm like, well, i wonder where she fucking gets it <laughs> i want to say really quickly before we get too far ahead this movie is filmed in toronto yeah i brought this up really quickly last episode when we were introducing this movie it was filmed in toronto it was something that i was very proud of when i found out because i was quite young when i found out and i was like oh my god it's like i just i knew i wanted to work in film and the fact that this was in toronto was really cool although like we've said it's based in new york slash new jersey um and I want to point out the first, like, second. So there's a couple scenes in the movie because she's a dr- uh, dramatic person. Yeah. There's these, how do we call them, fantastical little scene yeah. vignettes they're, that happen. They're, like, um, they're literally like they're from a diorama. Well, yeah, she's telling stories and mm. then... W- it turns into like a fantastical Correct. segment, right? Showcasing what the story is. Well, and it's very she's, like her voice is speaking over top. Yes, it's very like two D Angela Anaconda. Very like, like Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, and so there's right the first 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 one is she's now her mom is moving away and she's convinced her that she does not have to go with her. She's gonna stay in New York and she's dressed like Aud- um, Audrey Hepburn. Yeah, and she's standing outside of a hotel and she's like goodbye, mother. Goodbye. Yeah, she has and a British accent. She has a British accent. It's super random. And I pointed this out to Carly because I had to. I had to. And somehow I'll find a screenshot or something. I'll try to find a screenshot yeah. for the post. And it's this like cut out of Lindsay Lohan doing a flip off of a tree, which, okay. But she just, it's, I, I wonder if I can explain <laughs> this. It's like as if they got her to run in place yeah. and then they just 
yeah. moved her body in 360 degrees. It's just, and then she's still running. It looks like she's just running yeah. on a hamster wheel or something. It looks like they just like keyframed in oh like Final God, Cut Express. Oh my God, it is so funny. <laughs> it makes me laugh so hard every single time. Anyway, so that's my like first and foremost note. Yeah. So then they yeah. um, get to the new city that they're going to live at. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> and well Lindsay said. Lohan. <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm being so um, not articulate right now. Yeah. But which Lindsay is really great. Lindsay Lohan um, goes to her first day of her new school, and she immediately meets her best friend. Immediately, because she they both have drives up on her yeah. bike and meets her friend while she's locking her bike. They've both driven up to the bike rack at the exact same time. Yeah. Like their wheels touch ever so slightly, and. Lindsay being an insane person and the psychopath in this movie, she's like, hi. And the other girl whose name I has escaped me. Um, I know her real name, but I can't think of her character. Let's say it's Allison pill, but um, just call her Allison. We'll just call her Allison. So she's like, she's like, hello. She's a normal person. And there's a stranger screaming in her face. (laughs) She's dressed. Lindsay Lohan's outfits in this movie are wild. They're insane. And I'm going to do a, I'll do a, we'll do a collage of them because they're just absolutely (laughs) insane. But anyway, Allison looks at her and is like, hi. Anyway, they notice that they both have, I almost said Steppenwolf. (laughs) Um, Stew. Sid Arthur, Sid Arthur, and then the, the, yeah, Sid Arthur's the band, and then and the lead Wolf. singer is Stu Wolf, and the guitarist is Steve, and it's their favorite band. So they both have the pin, and this is very relevant um, because this is what the entire movie ends up revolving around, basically. Yeah. So anyway, they become immediate best friends within one second, and they're yeah. immediately like Allison. One second ago was like, hi. And then suddenly she's like, oh, my God, I love it. Like yeah. very, you know, they love they love this band. So I knew they become best friends. Uh, that song, it goes, oh, 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 whatever that song. It plays every time the Mean Girls come in, which are played <laughs> by Megan Fox and Ashley Leggett and third girl whose name I do not know. And they are horrible people, like really bad. Uh, are they that bad? They're pretty shitty. Like she literally walks in. It's one thing to walk in and see the new girl and be like, oh, a new girl. And then maybe she does something weird and then you make fun of her. Literally, the new girl walks in and they're immediately like, you're disgusting. Well, here's where I got confused, to be honest, because okay. Megan Fox, she's the queen bee of the mm-hmm. group. She invites Lindsay to have lunch with them. Does they're she? In the first cafeteria scene. And Lindsay Lohan's like. Uh, I'm good, thanks. Like, I ha- already have... Like, I have my one friend. Thank you. My one friend. And then <laughs> Megan Fox immediately is like... Oh, I don't remember her name. is because she goes... Um, oh, Ella. you're going to go sit with Ella. Never had a fella. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. It's Ella, of course. Um, And then Lindsay Lohan's like, yeah. Which is sort of weird because you're new to the school. You... You know, I feel like she should have just sat with... You're putting your, a lot of eggs in one basket. Yeah. You've literally <laughs> met this Ella girl for one half a second. Yeah. And you're already like, I'm devoted to you. Yeah. I'm loyal to you for the rest of my days. If it were me, I would have yeah. been like, oh, I like, I'm going to sit with Allison right now, but like tomorrow I'll sit with you. Yeah. But instead she's like, no, my like, allegiance <laughs> is with Al- or Ellen, whatever her name is, Ella. Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. No, I take that back then. She's right. So she rejects them, in which case they start hating her. So basically this whole thing revolves around the fact that Megan Fox's dad is the manager of the friend. Lawyer. The lawyer of the band. Yeah. Or some crap. So she's like, I'm going to see their 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 final concert because it's been revealed that they're breaking up. 
Steppenwolf is breaking up. You're skipping way ahead. They're not called Steppenwolf. Oh, am I? <laughs> well, a little bit. Well, I just want to. I'm just. My point is, I'm just trying to say that there's a rivalry around this band. She's trying to prove that right that she knows them better, that she's better because she's friends with them because her dad's their lawyer. And at one point, okay, I stepped. I I jumped ahead a bit, but at one point, they're like gonna have a final concert, and Megan yes. Fox is like, "Well, I'm going. I have VIP tickets." Right. Who would have been like the Stu Wolf? Um, Sir Arthur of our day, do you think? Like, who would you have been just absolutely obsessed with? Like, if you could go to their private VIP party, you would spend every cent you had. Honestly, it would probably have been, like, Good Charlotte or something. Oh, I was going to guess simple plan for you. Okay, so I have... Okay, this is unrelated to the movie, but the funny, the funniest thing that you said, simple plan, is I went and met them. Oh, yeah. And I have no idea if I told the story on here before or not. But I went to uh, Live at Much Music oh, okay. to go meet them. And I wa- I, I'm so sorry because I would love to say I have these pictures. And I do, but the file is encrypted or whatever. Like, it's um, broken. Yeah. Because it's so old that, it, like, literally the file didn't transfer through all the hard drives I tried to transfer it through. And I wore a white button-up blouse with a tie. <laughs> of course. Like, a, like an Avril Lavigne. Yeah style-esque thing and I was right dead center and I was right up against the thing and I was one of the first few people in line and they asked me it was right before New Year's and they asked me um like when we were in line at Much Music they like came to the first few people and they're like do you have any questions you want to ask about plan and I freaked out and was like I don't know I don't know and then later I told my parents that I was like I don't have one and I told my parents and my dad was like ask what their resolution is for New Year's or this yeah. and like suggested all these amazing like really not amazing but like Questions that a teen girl could have easily gotten away with. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but anyway. Wow, you really crapped the bed. Yeah, I did, really did. I look like a fucking idiot. I wonder if I could find the footage somewhere. I wonder if I could. I probably can't. Yeah. Anyway, similar plan I did love, but I it was probably good Charlotte. For me, it probably would have been blank. Yeah. I wish I could say that. I can't really think, like, obviously Leo. Leo, okay, but it was Leo, of course. But the thing is, and is Shane West. But you wouldn't have if something happened to them in their personal life. Were you affected? No. What do you mean? Like if 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 Sid Arthur breaks up, she literally has a she starts mourning, like she's a funeral right. for them. Here's the truth. Here's I the wouldn't truth. have. That's the thing is when I say small plan, I'm like, I guess or good Charlotte, I guess. But if they broke up, I would have been like, ah, and then I would have moved on. Like I wouldn't have. My obsessions, uh. Basically, we're never, ever musicians. Like, yeah, me I neither. loved Blank, and at one point I was really into Dashboard Confessional, and all those kind of emo bands, All American Rejects, all these things, all these bands, right? But, like, I wasn't obsessed with them the same way I was obsessed with actors. I agree. Actors and even actresses were like they were like gold i agree and i I, I, I was i was much more into it i wasn't i was never a music i said i was into music so if i was like if you were to talk to me about like ashton kutcher or shane west or leo or amanda Bynes, i would have been like i will go to the ends of the earth to go to that party (laughs) and like i would be sad like at that 70s show like when that 70s show ended like that was devastating for me as opposed to, like, a band breaking out. I can't think of a time where I was like, Bruh! like, I just can't think. I'm sure it happened. I'm not saying it didn't happen because I'm sure it did. I mean, when Heath Ledger died, I was truly, truly brokenhearted. Oh, my God. What? That's so weird. I just looked. I just glanced down on my notes, and my last note is Simple Plan. Yeah, because the song plays. 
Which song? <gasps> right, the dad song. Oh my god. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Sorry, can't be perfect. Oh my god, I have a story about that. I'm so sorry. I have to say this. So when Flash became a thing, like when you would make animation, yeah, my friend's older brother, he was really computer savvy, would like make stupid little videos. And he was much cooler than us. I was like, I love school playing a good Charlotte and yellow card. And he was like, I like actual punk bands and like, right. you <laughs> like know, that kind of shit. Bad religion. Actually a good music person. But anyway, so he would obviously make fun of all the bands that we liked. And he was truly like an older brother to me. Anyway, in like all the bad ways. So anyway, he made one. Um, <laughs> it's so stupid now that I think about it. He made a short flash animation where an orange. I don't know why I remember this, but it's an orange an emo orange okay and it's roll it, like rolls around in its um room yeah it's like this huge oversized orange mm-hmm. and it's got sunglasses and it's got like an emo haircut and it's like a mascara and all this stuff and that song plays and it's like and I got <laughs> all this shit and he's like sad and he's emo and he starts peeling himself yeah <laughs> it's as if he was this is not funny i'm so sorry i really don't want to offend anyone it was as if he's cutting his wrists but oh. he's peeling with an orange peeler <laughs> oh my god was he bleeding in the animation? Yeah, it was just like orange juice. It's <laughs> oh. coming out. Wait, you made this to your friend? No, no, my friend's brother, brother did. <laughs> okay. And I remember him showing this because he was like, look, this is what Simple Plan is like. And like showed me this and it just was a song. I, I haven't decided yet if I'll keep this in or not. But That's kind of funny. It was, it was it was one of those <laughs> things where he was, you know, everyone used to make fun of emo kids and I really related to emo kids and it was kind of funny. Yeah. Anyway. My other question is like, um, so when Mary gets to her new school, she tells the teacher she wants to be called Lola. Yeah. Did you ever uh, want to have a different name? Yes, all the time. I wanted, well, not different. I Not like that drastically different. I was never like, call me Victoria. Yeah. I would want it, I want it to be MJ. Oh, right. We've talked about this. Because we did. My name, my name is Jane and my first name is Madeline. So I wanted to be MJ. I wanted to be, um, I really wanted to be referred to by my last name desperately. You just want people to be like, hey, Zacho. Yeah, I did. Really, I really did. And then, but now so much, like, I don't really care. But when, what it is, is when somebody, like, I introduced myself as Maddie, obviously. Mm-hmm. When somebody, after, like, a few interactions or, or however many interactions, when they start calling me Mads, like, like M-A-D-S, mm-hmm. it literally triggers me in a positive way. Where I'm like, oh my god, we're real friends now. Like it's really? almost like a, it's like a, like a light bulb goes off. I'm like, oh my god, because yeah. it's like a cute little nickname that I've always loved. So I always wish that everyone would call me that. But that's a weird thing to be like, hey, I'm Mads. Like that's <laughs> insane. So anyway, I never what do about that, you? and I call you Mads all the I time. I know. I never say to somebody when they do it. I'm all like, oh my god, you're my <laughs> new best friend. But I'm just like, just know that every time, even if it's the 700th time you've called me that, every time someone calls me Mads or even Mad. A little like lightning bolt wow. goes off in my head, like a little good one, like a little jolt of like Ooh, happiness. <laughs> anyway, good to know. what about you? Did you want to be Samantha? No. Why did you think Samantha? I don't know. I'm just thinking of a name. Oh, <laughs> I really wanted to be called Carrie, <laughs> which is very close to my actual name. That's also really funny that I said Samantha and you said I Carrie. I know. That's like why I was Sex like, what? City. That's weird. <laughs> um, I don't Carrie spelled how? Like Carrie Bradshaw. Okay. Yeah, that's a good name. I really like the name Carrie. I always have liked the name Kristen. You could be a Kristen. Oh my gosh, really? That's so nice yeah. of you to say. I feel like Kristens are always really hot. I was just trying to think right now, like while you were talking, I was like, I wonder, I'm trying to think of a name that you could be. Yeah. I think you would have to be a K name. Yeah, I like. You have to. You had Carly, Carrie, Kristen. My mom told me once that if she thought about naming me Amanda, 
Mm, and yeah. now I'm like, I'm glad I'm, my name is not Amanda. But at the time when I liked Amanda Bynes, yeah. I was like, oh, I wish my name was Amanda. I don't dislike it, but I don't think it suits you very much. I mean, obviously you would have grown into it. It would have been fine, but you would be a whole different person. It'd be kind of cool to like at one point in your life, you were allowed to like change your name for the year. Yeah. Or you, you know? could like once you turn 15, it's like your name day and you get to choose what your name is yeah. from now on. That would have been cool. I probably would have had some dumbass name. Yeah, you would have. <laughs> your name so would have been like Dog Breath Lightning or something. <laughs> <laughs> Dog Breath. <laughs> Just call me DBL for short. <laughs> what name suits me that's not Maddie? If you had to pick one. Um, Maggie. Maggie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is that not appealing to you? Uh, it's funny because I've actually thought, oh, I'd like to name my kid Maggie, but then I was like, that sounds stupid, Maddie and Maggie. I don't like that. I have a better one. Okay, good. Maisie. That's amazing. That makes me really happy. Although I don't agree with you at all, but I'll take it. Maisie, yeah, because you kind of look you like know what? you are British. If my name was Maisie, I know this, when I was younger, I would have been like, I would have started spelling it like M-A-Y-Z-E-E or some dumbass crap like that. Oh, well. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. I'm just okay. saying. Um, okay, let's get back in this damn movie. Okay, so Lindsay Lohan, she, then she sees a boy across outside when they're like having lunch she sees oh a boy staring at a her a random there's like one male <laughs> and she looks at him and she goes who's that and uh ella's like that's sam sam yeah. and like literally yeah. calls him over immediately so, so sam comes over we know that he's obviously going to be some kind of love interest right. which he really isn't until like the very end it, he has nothing to do with the movie yeah. they've literally found the most random things for him to be a part of yeah he has nothing to do with anything. They literally ne- basically never talk. And then, but he's always kind of like around. So we never see their, it's really pisses me off because we never see their friendship develop. So they meet. And then the next time we see him is when uh, she finds out that she got the leading it's role insane. in the play. And, and then he, he hugs her yeah. like, so excitedly as if they're like best friends. It's so weird. But the point I, wa- I wanted to bring up was that, so she stares at Sam after she meets him. He walks back to his table and she looks at his ass. Oh. You didn't notice this because no. you were looking down at your piece of paper yesterday or you were knitting or something when this happened. Yeah. So she looks at him. He's walking away. The camera does the most creepy zoom oh in my God. of his little weird 15-year-old ass that's all <laughs> saggy and baggy in his jeans. <laughs> it was, like, very oh disturbing. Oh, no. That's weird. Like, Sarah, like weird, come like, on. Sarah Sugarman. It. Yeah, it was My weird. My goodness, that's strange. I know. Sarah Sugarman, come on. I have. I want to say something. So they, they're talking about the, the brand, the band, excuse me, the band is mentioned 100,000 times in this movie. Mm-hmm. And so they go over to each other's house or whatever the hell it is, the two best friends. And um, they're talking about the band. Like literally the only thing they've ever spoken about is this band. And... I have a. I wrote down the line because it made me laugh so much. She goes, Lola, they're talking about um, Stu Wolf. They're going, well, I'm my favorite Stu Wolf. My favorite Steve. Well, I love him. Well, I love this. And Lola goes, I've downloaded some great shots of him. <laughs> and I, I did that. I used to do that all the time. Like, I used to have, because we, as we've talked about, covered our walls in magazine cutouts and yeah. that kind of stuff. But sometimes... There wasn't magazine cutouts of the person I wanted to have a magazine cutout of. Yeah. So I had to download and print out pictures yeah. of Blink-182. <laughs> and I remember, I ha- I think I still have them somewhere in like a box or something. I don't know. But I had one of each Blink-182 member. So I had one Mark, Travis, and Tom. 
and like but they were single shots of yeah. them and I had one of some 41 and it was everyone who I knew wasn't in a magazine that I had because they weren't showing up in YM yeah or 17 that's funny you say that because you know how the back of my door in my childhood bedroom is full of yeah celebrity pictures yeah so they're all every single photo on the back of my door which I'll post a picture of the back of my door is from a magazine mm-hmm. there's only one photo on my door that I specifically printed out because <laughs> he was not in a magazine and i was like he needs to be on my door right can you guess who it is is it a blink 182 person or leonard no it's leo was in a magazine blink 182 no oh think canadian who do what? i love sean ashmore no <laughs> i mean i like sean but justin bieber no <laughs> rain Maida. no chantal kruviacic no seth rogan no think b-list canadian <sighs> Jay Baruchel. No. Ross Hall. No. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my gosh. You're going to die when I tell you because it's so obvious. Jake Epstein. Oh, I was just going to say <laughs> Degrassi. <laughs> no. <laughs> I printed out a photo of Jake Epstein holding a guitar, and I just was so <laughs> happy about it. <laughs> I used uh. that ink. I had asked my dad because I always had asked my dad when I printed something because, like, if it wasn't just text. Because it's like expensive to print out it a had picture. To be a picture of. So I was like, Dad, please let me print out this picture in color, not black and white, please. <laughs> 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 oh no, that's amazing. I know. Please, oh my God, screw kids of today. They did not understand this damn struggle. I know. Begging your parents. <laughs> First of all, having to like go through that whole ordeal to begin with to have yeah. the right printer ink, and then what if it was running out of the magenta oh my and like then his face was a different color it's and, all pink. And yeah, it's all, or it's like he's not he's not wearing a blue shirt anymore now it's fucking yellow and you're like it's not real i know it's not so to dumb. mention that i have two brothers and we had to take turns on the computer all oh the time my christ oh so anyways okay so this is a huge <laughs> plot in the movie is that lola is auditioning for the school play mm-hmm. and she auditions with one of sid arthur's songs oh my god don't move on <laughs> don't move on so she goes to the audition and she's like i'm gonna be the main person whatever it's called the lead role yeah. i'm gonna win and of course megan fox also wants the main role and it's based on what movie is it? Or what plays uh, it? It's on. Um, I forget. It's oh something Christ. like only theater kids would know. Yeah, I should know this. Anyway, it's called Eliza Rocks. And it's. That's what the play is called? Yes, it's called oh, Eliza okay. Rocks. <laughs> and the lead person, the lead character is Eliza. Right. And so she wants to be Eliza. And so they're at the audition. And then she goes, Oh, Lola, why don't you go first? Play, sing your song. And she had no preparation. She did yeah. not know that there was going to be a song, which yeah. I'm like, who? posts audition notices and doesn't say by the way prepare a song yeah anyways she stands up and she just goes like she does that noise (laughs) and it's so funny it's the most insane song like just fucking sing happy birthday like the piano teacher for some reason knows the song and she starts playing oh my god she said so lindsay hands going or whatever and then the piano teacher's like ding ding like playing the keys like finding the right tune and then suddenly she's playing the most beautiful (laughs) accompanying piano oh my god it's insane and I wrote down that one of the lyrics of this um, movie, or the, sorry, of the song that she sings, I don't remember how it goes rhythmically, but it's about people waiting to sparkle. Yes. It's and also I thought that that was a hilarious I wrote it lyric. down. It's, oh, it's people, I wrote down people are waiting to sparkle. 
And I wrote it down, and then later on she asks him what that means. Yeah, and he's like, I don't know, I just said it was sort of thing. <laughs> it's Pygmalion. I'm sorry, I had to oh, say it. it's okay. Pygmalion. I felt like I couldn't do, I just have a theater degree, and I felt really ashamed that I didn't know. It's Pygmalion. I also, anyway. for, we forgot to mention the fact that she goes on this huge spiel to her best pal, Ella, about how her dad died in a motorcycle accident, yeah. and how he, like, was like basically exploded yeah. <laughs> against a truck and his body parts landed on both 9th and 10th yeah, Avenue in New York right. City. So the reoccurring theme in this entire movie is that Eliza is a drama queen. Uh, not Eliza. <laughs> Fuck. That's the character. Lola. Name. Lola is a drama queen and she lies and exaggerates. And so she has told her best friend and everybody that her dad died. She then, when they start, they find out that Sid Arthur is um, breaking up and Megan Fox's character is like, well, we're best friends. Alola is like, well, we're also going. My mom is the fashion designer for their dentist or whatever. So they're also going, but of course they don't have tickets. So she has to find a way to prove that she can get there. So anyway, then they go, um, they, they go, okay, it's the concert. We have to go. It's our favorite band. They're breaking up. So they sneak into New York city. I don't even know how they fucking do it because they, the, convoluted story that they tell to not only their parents but the audience it's like they're gonna they said that they're gonna tell each other's parents that they're sleeping over at the other ones but then on her side but then aren't they just like honest but then the they end? are and they aren't so like lola's mom says because she'll, her dad didn't actually die we shouldn't we should not mention that yeah. he lives in new york city still so she's going your dad says he'll take you but you have to wait outside but meanwhile lola's like well i told everyone that he's dead so that's not happening yeah. so then but then they end up going with, like, Ella's parents, and then they drop them off, and they're going to meet them later. It's so weird and convoluted. I don't yeah. even want to get into it. Let's just ignore that. It's one of my, insane. One of my favorite parts, though, is when the, it is revealed that the band is splitting up, and uh, Ella and Lola have this whole memorial out front of the school oh where they're dressed in all black, and they have, like, candles burning and all these pictures of the band. They, everywhere. like, can't pay. It's insane. It's so <laughs> insane. Oh, and by the way, they each have bedroom shines. To this band. Like, literal (laughs) cutouts of the band on their, like, dresser. It's so strange. Personally, I loved the little cardboard cutouts they had. With the little pins to move their arms? Yeah, I would have totally done that. I wouldn't not have. You wouldn't have? No, I don't think so. Really? No, I don't think so. And they would, like, you can put them on your desk and they stand up. That's so cool. Nah, that's all right. Okay, and then the other part I really liked was when um, her mom initially is like, you're not allowed to go to this party. So she decides to dress like Gandhi and oh my God. Do she starts to fast in order for her mom to finally let her go to <laughs> the Sid Arthur party, which I thought was hilarious. She's wearing like these but glasses and she's, this white robe. She's hidden a pizza box under her bed and she's been eating pizza. Right. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> Everything in this movie is absolutely insane. So anyway, they go to the mo- they go to the movie. They go to the concert. They try to sneak in. They obviously can't get in. And then they so they give up. And when they go to the after party, or they try to go to the after party, they obviously can't get in. But then Stu Wolf gets kicked out while they're standing there because he's drunk. He's very, very, like, belligerent. So they start following him into a literal garbage alley and, like, following a strange adult man who's drunk. Yeah. These two young girls are following him into a fucking alley. Yeah. And they, like, pick him up out of a garbage, like, a literal garbage bag. I thought this G movie was about to become... PG-13. Oh, did it ever. Almost. Almost. But then they took him to a diner. They sober him up. And then that's when she says, like, what is that scent? What's th- what is the meaning between people are waiting to sparkle? And he's like, love it out now. He's like <laughs> this insane British person. He's like, you look disappointed. Yeah. I am. Yeah, it's insane. 
And I'm like, maybe you want to ask him, like, questions about his poetry when he's sober. Yeah. Not, like, when he, like, literally can't keep his head up. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, lo and behold, her dad comes to pick them up and, like, help this whole situation out. And Ella loses her damn mind. As she should. As she fucking should. Because yeah. Lola's dad is not dead. Not on 9th and 10th Street, blown to smithereens. He's healthy and happy and has the most beautiful <laughs> um, sheepdog that I've ever seen. Yeah. And he, so she's obviously very upset. Anyway, they go into the party. They have a good time. Uh, they have inspired Stu Wolf to become sober. He goes and finds Lola. So the next day at school or whatever, she they tries. They like end up in jail at one point. Oh, yeah. He throws they a donut. End- oh, that's why the dad shows up. Because, yeah, he threw a donut at somebody in the diner. Oh, my God. It's insane. And it's, that's when she tells her insane. friend that she does have a dad. She just lied because she wants attention. Yeah, because she's desperate. Yeah. And anyway, the next day at school, they get to tell everyone like we were there too but of course the mean girl has like decided to make it sound like they weren't there it's kind of genius which part like this is before like instagram and stuff yeah so here lola is being like oh my gosh everyone's gonna think i'm so cool because i got into this party i got to become friends with Stu. yeah i mean me and after all these you know the boy who cried wolf stories that she's been telling yeah so she's like i'm finally gonna be able to like brag about all this cool stuff i did with mm-hmm. Stu wolf and then the popular girls totally pretend like that they didn't see there. her and they're like you weren't there and she's so upset about but it. then what happens that you know screws lola up is she goes well yeah but um he i left my necklace there and he's gonna bring it to my dad's and we're gonna pick it up or whatever my right. dad's gonna bring it and they're like i thought your dad was dead right and then they're like if you can lie about that you're lying about this and then obviously lola's a dumb fucking bitch and then they're all laughing at her when they're like theater director lady She's oh my god she starts laughing laughing in her face it's insane did you ever okay there's just one quick part where they um megan fox and Lindsay lohan have a dance dance revolution oh my god competition did yes. you ever play that game i probably did like one time oh I so was it wasn't not like a, good at it it wasn't a big thing for you uh, it was a big thing for people around me but i just i couldn't i wasn't able to i would have loved to have been able to do it like what they did they were like doing the splits on it and everything yeah uh, I genuinely think I've played maybe once. Did you? So we were super into it in high school because um, the arcade at our movie theater had it. Mm-hmm. And we would play it all the time. But then Nikki, one of my best friends, Nikki, she got it like for her house. And she would honestly have parties all the time. And we would just play Dance Dance Revolution <laughs> all night. Nikki and her brother, Nathan, were so good at it. <laughs> it wasn't even fun to play with them because they just... They were honestly like in this movie. They were so That's good. Hilarious. I know. So that that brought me back because I forgot about that game. Uh, I just remember that game because you know th- there became evolutions of it where it was like Guitar Hero. Oh, it's like, like the, the same, same brand. Thing. No, no, no. I don't mean that, but it's like the same concept. Like it's like when you see red, press red. Right. When you see right foot, press right foot. Like so, it's the same similar idea of following along. So it was the same. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Dance Dance Revolution. And then in the with the Wii, Nintendo Wii, they did, like, movement ones. There's, uh, I think there's a b- game called Just Dance or something. Right. Where you, like, do that. But with, like, that. Dance Dance Revolution, like, you're actually getting a workout. Oh, no, no, These I know. Other it's things, different. It's like, I know. We, you can trick would, it. You can trick yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. They would advertise as if you're like, oh, your kids are going to get exercise. It's like, every time I've played Wii, I've been sitting down on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember when there was like Wii Sports and they were like, like, you can play baseball and like all this stuff and yeah. whatever. And 
and when we got it, my cousin got the Wii first. And I remember us all being like, well, we have to stand up to go bowling yeah. or whatever it is in the Nintendo Wii. And then once you've played it once, you're like, oh, I can fully just move my arm when I'm sitting. Yeah. <laughs> and do the exact same thing. Remember that one Christmas where Wii was like the thing that everyone yes. got? And then like by Boxing Day, everyone's TV had like smashed because yes, everyone had let go of the controller. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the man. good old days. Oh, good okay, old so days. yeah, so now Lindsay Lohan is honestly so upset. She's crying Literally because crying, no one yeah. believes her that she was at with Stu Wolf. She's lying in bed. She doesn't want to do the play anymore, which makes no sense. Oh my god! Why doesn't she want to do the play anymore? Because she's everyone hates her, which they should. She's a horrible fucking character. <laughs> <laughs> She's a literal psychopath. I know in this she's movie. really not that likable. No, she's incredibly not like likable in this movie. But anyway, so her friend Ella comes to convince her. She goes and does it, and she does the play, and it's great. I don't remember where Stu Wolf comes back. Where does he come back? There's like this like after the play, the cast party. It's cast, a cast party. party. <laughs> yeah. oh my God. After the play party? It's a rap party, but Are it's called a cast party. Are you not even going to talk about the play and how insane it's, the play it's is? An, it's insane. It's like our high school play was first of all all hand painted sets and everything was you know everything's you're opening the curtains and it's like <laughs> like as you're opening the curtains <laughs> this one is like a professionally done broadway musical the and dance it was like, moves are so sexual they're so sexual she's wearing again the most insane outfits they Showing are her midriff all midriff in every outfit <laughs> There is no chance that any high school play that is being directed by a teacher is allowing that yeah. ever. <laughs> it just won't happen. We did fucking South Pacific where there's like literal sex scenes. And we like, I remember when we had to do like the first kiss. Oh my God. It was insane. And like, it was so dramatic and everyone's wearing like moo's and yeah. it was <laughs> the most sexual thing anyone had ever experienced in my school. As you all know, no one knew what anything was. So I lived in Utah in the Mormon. I'm watching a, a Mormon documentary at the member at the at the moment, <laughs> which is why I can't stop talking about Warren Jeffs. But anyway, moo's. <laughs> <Moo-moos. laughs> um, point is, is that this thing has like lights and like rotating stages and they have buggies there's like this whole dance scene where there's about 25 shopping carts that they do a uh, choreographed dance to and i'm sitting there i'm thinking okay like a, a buggy isn't that expensive they're 25 cents technically if you put the quarter in and you walk away with it anyone yeah. could do it but the stage size that would be required for 20 buggies to be able to be twirled yeah. around like that yeah is insane. Yeah. Like, that's huge. I don't even know if a Broadway musical would be that big. Yeah, it was a huge auditorium. It's a huge auditorium. Like, it's not even like, oh, like, one buggy is part. They had 20 buggies going in big, giant circles, and they're swinging around. Like, you need a lot of space for Are you that. saying, like, buggies as in shopping carts? Shopping carts. You're using that both terms, but they mean the same thing. Well, because I call them buggies, and I'm trying to use shopping cart because I know that not a lot of people say they say the carts or they're... Yeah, I just don't. I I'm sorry. I'm calling them two different things. I, I just didn't. I've never called them buggies before. Oh, really? I always call them buggies. It's interesting. Yeah. That's why I was calling them shopping carts because I realized no one calls them buggies. <laughs> when I when you said buggies, I was picturing like an old <laughs> 1920s like vehicle. <laughs> no, a buggy. <laughs> Get a buggy. I've never called it anything else. Right. A buggy. It's um, a weird word when you say it a couple of times like that. So then they have the after school, the after play party. Oh, Christ. The cast party. And Stu shows up to give her her necklace. And this must be two days later. Yeah. It has to be. Because think about it. She was at the party. Like, she was at the concert. The next day at school, she's like, hey, I saw him. And then the whole, like, fight breaks out or whatever. Yeah. And then she didn't just sit in bed for a week. She must have sat in bed for, like, two days. So it's under a week later. Can we agree on that? Yes, for sure. We can. He comes... 
like he looks like freaking Hugh Laurie, new person. Hugh Laurie? She just looks like a new, clean shaven. He looks like a 60 year old man. No, but I'm saying like he, five seconds ago, he was like this disheveled, like hairy. He got a haircut. But now he's 100% sober. He's yeah. like, I, I have completely and fully recovered. <laughs> if this man, if if the Stu Wolf that is in the band is an actual alcoholic, yeah. and in, in the sense that where he, like the level of alcoholism that he was experiencing where he couldn't even get a word out. He was getting kids at his own party. The, the band was breaking up because he was a drunk. All this stuff. You can't just become sober and then w- go over to, you have to go to rehab. Well, yeah, and also like and if you haven't drank in like two days, that doesn't mean you're sober now. Yeah, you're go. You're on the road. <laughs> you're on the road to recovery. That's wonderful. Yeah, but you can't just go. You're like probably still hung over. Right. Like you're still in rec- a very. St- I mean, we don't know. We don't know. What we're talking about. But my point is, is he literally shows up at her door four days ago, four days later, excuse me, and is like, "You saved me," which is fair. You can say that, but you shouldn't be in New Jersey. You should be in rehab. Yes. Because I think that most alcoholics would agree that if you are sober for two days, there's you a are, lot of risks. There's a lot still involved. Yeah. In becoming sober. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a long pro. Anyway, it's insane. So he shows up at her door and he's like, you've saved my life. Here's your Coke necklace back. He like dem- shows everyone that like we're best friends. And um, then he asks her to dance. First oh of all, he's too old for her. They start swaying together, doing a slow dance. Megan Fox starts to cry. She falls into a water fountain. Everyone laughs oh, yeah. at her. I'm like getting so upset because I'm like, wait, she ends up with Stu Wolf. Like, what about this Sam guy? And then cut to a voiceover of Lindsay Lohan being like, and then there's Sam. Blah, blah, blah. I never really thought about him, but I think that maybe like I could see a future with him. And then they're so dancing. And it's then she so has weird. she has the most hilarious line at the end where she's like, well, now that I have a career, maybe I can have a BF too. And then like the movie ends. It's <laughs> okay. Look, I use I I um, current. Okay, how do I say this politely? I'm gonna start again. I can't tell you how during this time of my life and her life, I loved Lindsay Lohan. Yes, she's doing Freaky Friday. Yes, she looks amazing in this she movie. She looks incredible. This, this is, is like her by peak. far her peak yeah. looks wise. She was doing Freaky Friday. She was doing Mean Girls. All this really great stuff. I really, really liked her. This is by far her worst role ever. This was my other big issue with this movie, actually. So she's been known to be a liar. She can't accept that she's just sort of um, your your average teenager, right? Mm-hmm. That's why she changes her name to Lola. That's why she makes up all these stories and dresses a certain way. So for me, I think at the end, she needs to accept the fact that she's, you know, she's not anything more special than the other kids yeah it does not work that way and i thought oh she's gonna accept the fact that her name is mary and she's gonna like learn from this journey at the end her mom goes up to her and goes uh before her play it goes good luck out there lola Lola. and i'm like so wait this movie ends with her validating all of her insecurities and her negative yeah like they're basically like you're you're right you're better than everybody else you can change your name yeah you can if you don't want to do something you be gandhi you have a hunger strike if you you have won this everything that you did got you the positive outcome that you wanted so good for you you learned nothing in the process (laughs) (laughs) it's insane basically it's insane i have one fact here for you um that hillary duff turned down the role for this movie i mean thank god she did because I, 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 I'm sure she would have been great at it, 
but I wouldn't have wanted this to taint her. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who picked this movie. I know. I, I do love this movie <laughs> and how horrible it is. It's incredibly entertaining. You can't tell me for one second you weren't entertained. It was... Something. It was something. That something is better than nothing. I Sometimes I'm just so amazed by the things that get made. I know. I agree. Also, just another factoid is that the book, I don't know if you remember this, but the book ends with everyone thinking she's a liar about her dad being alive and Stu never comes to see her <laughs> and no one ever uh, believes that she met Stu. I didn't know that. I don't remember the book at all, but I remember reading it. Why do you write this movie? I mean, it, it's a horrible movie. Like, as <laughs> as ter- in terms of, like, quality, it's a zero. But in terms <laughs> of how it makes me feel yeah. and how entertained I am while watching it and what it meant to me when I watched it when I was 15 or mm-hmm. whatever the heck it was, I'd give it a six. Probably. Five and a half. Okay. What would you give it? I'd give it a four. Yeah. Uh, terrible script. <laughs> um, kind of cool. Kind of funny at parts and kind of cool, like, little animation parts. Like Scott Pilgrim. But uh, overall, I'd say that my enjoy my enjoyment level was a four. That's a fair point. Who did you relate to most? Who's your favorite character in this movie? The uh, teacher. I was going to say this. What's her name? Thing. This is like... Ungermeyer or Bugani something? Bugani or something? <laughs> I don't know what it is. She was hilarious. Um, she was so unstable. Oh my god, she's insane. She's so like, Lola! Yeah. Lola! That's <laughs> insane. And when she's like conducting the play, I don't know. Conducting the play! Whatever! She's like swinging oh. her arms around. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> oh man, that's so good. Is that what you did when you directed the play? Did you move your arms around? I was not the musical director. Oh, I it's see. It's a different person. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, who was your crush this week? Oh, I hadn't prepped this. I don't know who who's your crush. I don't know. Oh shit. Oh shit. My crush. I know who my crush is. Ew. I know who my crush is. My crush is Eve Six. Ooh. Yes. So I'm gonna tell this story really quickly because it made me very excited. We posted something uh, last week. We mentioned Eve 6 because of the movie, because it plays in the soundtrack. And I was really excited because we both loved Eve 6 when we were younger and still to this day, but notably when we were younger. And we tagged them in it. They liked it. So then we posted that they liked it. We were so excited. And then they posted in their story. and It was this whole thing. I was so excited. And then we talked to them about... Maybe coming on the podcast one day. Yeah. And I just about fainted because I can't explain to you how obsessed I was with them. Um, I said to my mom, my parents don't remember anything in terms of like bands that I liked when I was younger or not as like they couldn't say it organically. But I said to my parents, like, do you remember Eve six? And they're like, yes, you loved them. And I was like, yeah, they freaking messaged us. That's amazing. And my parents were so happy for me. Aww. It was really cute. They were so happy and they were like so excited for us. So anyway, I was that's my crush right now because even if it doesn't, hopefully it does work out and happen, but it was just so nice of them to even like validate us <laughs> for one second. Like yeah. these random little people going like, we love you. And they, they re- reacted and I loved it. So that's my crush. They keep having like really great uh, interactions, people, yeah. interactions with people that are like, <laughs> The directors of the movies we're talking about, or like in the movies, yeah, like it's awesome. Music of the movies, yeah, it's in, it, we're very very lucky. I know it's been cool. I'm gonna go ahead and say so. I've been rewatching um, Thirty Rock, and I'm gonna go with Tina Fey slash Liz Lemon. Mm-hmm. Um, you named your dog after her. I did. My dog's name is Lemon, named after Liz Lemon, and 
yeah. I think Tina Fey is kind of a genius. She is great. The, she's just great in the show, and so is Alec Baldwin. And you need to watch it someday. I know. I still haven't watched it's it. It's on Crave. I know. So I just want to make a really quick request. We've we spoke to b- spoke. <laughs> we spoke about it again recently, where we are coming up to our year anniversary, and we're hoping to continue this on. And we're receiving really great feedback and people, like we just said, are validating us. (laughs) It's making us really excited. But if you could just take like two seconds to, you know, maybe find a good episode that you really like and share it and tell a friend about it maybe or write a review, one or the other or both, whatever you want, just something to kind of help us um, expand our listenership would be really, really amazing and helpful. That's my one favor to ask of you. Please, and, please. And uh, we're recording some Patreon episodes this weekend. And I got to pick the next movie. And you got to pick the next movie. Can you pass me your sheet? Okay, Carly, pick the... W- uh, wait, hold on. Okay, Carly. <laughs> okay, Carly, pick the next movie. What are we doing next week? Pick a good one. Okay. I really want to watch Drop Dead Gorgeous. Hi everyone, Editing Maddie here. Just a quick note to let you know that we changed our minds as we are one to do and we are not going to do Drop Dead Gorgeous anymore. We are going to do Let It Snow. We're going to get in the holiday spirit. We're going to watch this movie and we will do Drop Dead Gorgeous in the new year when we are back. So next week, Let It Snow. Thank you so much to your brothers, Eric and Kevin Smale, for the theme song. And And don't forget to check out our Instagram at Teenage Dirtbags Podcast. Yes, and our Twitter? Our Twitter! It's still alive. Okay, you told me that you were deleting it, so I well, wasn't sure whether to I'm say anything. I'm not going to delete it, but I'm not very active on it. But if you want, maybe it's because she needs fucking motivation, people. Well, yes. No one really responds to anything I post. <laughs> okay, but we we get good lis- uh, uh, responses on Instagram. Instagram is where it's at, really, truly.